Oh, Mrs. Allen. Hey, Mr. Allen. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am great. I am great. We are here for another episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. How was your week? It was pretty good. How's your day? It's been good. It's been good. Okay, yeah. okay. I see you still got the little got a little sniffle on you. You know. Yeah. From still, you. Uh, whatever. You ain't gonna put that on me. <laughs> from you, gave it to you, came what? back and got it back from you. Whatever. Well, hey, like they say, when you've been blessed, pass it on. Fuck you. Ain't <laughs> that blessing? How about that? <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Well, beautiful people, we would like to. Thank you for coming to join us for another illustrious episode of the Not For You podcast, where we are untraditional, unconventional, and unapologetically us. That's who we is. That's who we be. That's right. Thank y'all, man, for coming to another episode, man. We have a a very special episode this particular yeah. episode. I'm doing Elle a been, little Smithers hand Elle been thing. excited. She really is. <laughs> she has been excited as hell to do this episode. This is her baby, and um and and she's you know we've been doing a lot of uh, research and we've had a lot of questions about this particular subject. But um I'm not gonna do the whole introduction for this but for this subject because she like I said this is her baby. So I'm gonna turn it over over to Mrs. Allen and let her let y'all know what the title of this week's episode is. What is it is? Thank you. I, thank you. That was, You're welcome. You're I welcome. We're going to insert applause here. There we go. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's on you. So, this week's episode is um, it's titled pretty much uh, The Art of BDSM, but it's ah. intro. Very, very, we just... Tip it we just gonna touch it. We gonna touch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, we gonna, ain't gonna put them in it. We just gonna touch them in it. We, we gotta start from somewhere. Well, you know they gonna want more, so we know yeah. how that shit goes. Come back. Okay. Cool. So, um, yes, the art of BDSM, and we have two very uh, special guests. Um, oh yeah. So let me go ahead and give their intros. Our first guest is uh, Goddess Blaine, pronouns she and her. Um, Goddess Blaine is uh, queer and intimacy and kink educator, licensed massage therapist, avant-garde rope artist, and writer. Her journey into sex work began as a means for survival and became the foundation for self-empowerment and advocacy. Her profession is pleasure and her life and the life that she reflects with her partners creating educational kink-focused, safer spaces for BIPOC community members seeking to prioritize their, their pleasure experiences. Okay. Our second. Oh, guest, we got two, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> they come as a package. Yeah. Uh, is Sir Sadistic. <laughs> Pronouns he and his. Uh, Sir Sadistic's work as a lifestyle dom and adult content creator are rooted in his desire to create visibility and grounded education for Black and queer people interested in and actively pursuing BDSM lifestyles. Using a blend of traditional, trauma-informed, and risk-aware techniques, he works to empower through body and gender positivity, ethical non-monogamy, and the rougher, si- and the rougher sides of kink and BDSM. Together, Sir Sadistic and Goddess Blaine are polyamorous lifestyle partners with a TPE-DS dynamic. Oh, I don't even know what that is, but we're going to learn what it you is today. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Hello there. Hello, hello. How y'all doing? We 
We're doing good. We're doing good. I promise we're going to explain the TV part. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. We're going to learn some shit. I'm going to leave you in the dark. I promise. I love it. Great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all so much for joining us. Definitely. Like, seriously. It's crazy. I kind of stumbled upon these wonderful people um, on social media. Yeah. And now I'm stalking them because they're awesome. So, um, I'm You know, really you be finding to- a lot of people on nasty Twitter, too, though. You just- <laughs> I love I love them. So I'm really yeah. happy to have y'all with me. Thank y'all for joining us again. Definitely. Thanks for having us, honestly. We we appreciate it. We love the chance to to talk to, to talk about it, to educate really about BDSM about King to talk to our people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Between non-monogamous people, black people, mm-hmm. yeah. um, who are interested in expanding um, their knowledge of intimacy to explore um, also, just to navigate shame around having desires to try different things, mm-hmm. um, because shame is a really big part of it. It um, is. Yeah. People from exploring or feeling good right. about it as they're trying things out. Right. Awesome. Nice. And that's very true. That's very true. We touched on that um, on a, a few episodes, actually. Right. Yeah. Um, I think we should start with uh, the TPE DS. <laughs> Yeah, uh, dynamic. Yeah. I'm curious about that. What is that? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I had to explain my love. A, a TPE, well, a DS dynamic is a dominant submissive dynamic. Okay. Okay. The DNS in BDSM, you know? Okay. And uh, so they're very defined roles, but the TPE in particular is called a total power exchange. Hmm. Oh. Okay. It's, very, okay. it, it, it's a very in-depth kind of relationship. It's a very spiritual kind of relationship in which you really dig into really exchanging this power, this power of me as the dominant having this full control over my submissive and my submissive deeming me worthy and offering that power and having that trust in me to take care of as many of her needs as I can, really. Right. Wow. That's, I love it. That's serious, man. That, that calls for a lot of trust. Yeah. You have to have a lot of trust. Yeah. It's, um, and because, uh, as, as dominant submissives, we can have, uh, different kinds of relationships. This is kind of the heaviest of them all. Um, as opposed to occasional play Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. um, having just bedroom dynamics where someone's taking more, of a dominant role in someone else's more submissive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is something that we we have incorporated into our love style um, of non-monogamy and our lifestyle as kinksters. Mm-hmm. Um, combine them and and it's it's really um, it's a very fulfilling lifestyle to live because it's one I've aspired to have. It's one that I've I've sought out uh, with trial and error, and I I know that. Um, Sir has as well. Um, just trying out different things with different people, you know, it's how it is. Right. Um, right. And finding that nice balance is is hard. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. because there's sometimes people understand the non monogamy part, but maybe they're not kinky or mm-hmm. they're kinky, but they're monogamous. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I need both. <laughs> I need right. you to understand mm-hmm. both. Not to mention, that. like you said, the different <laughs> levels. Have layers. Have layers. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. 
That's awesome. So I have a question. Like, I, and you you actually just touched on it or whatever, just knowing how that looks on a day-to-day basis, like knowing that it's just not in the bedroom, it's just not sexual. But like, can you go into a bit of detail, like what that, like working in that dynamic, what does it look like when you yield and, and when you give that control on a day-to-day basis with your everyday lives? Ah, so with me giving the control, I think the the best part about it is knowing that I had the control to begin with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A a lot of times when people uh, think about submissives, it's just like, oh, this person just does whatever they're told. It's like, no, I actually understand that I have the power, I have the autonomy, and I'm giving it to someone that I trust. Um, Mm. We're currently long distance, which makes the DS dynamic even more interesting. Um, when a non-monogamous uh, polycule three people mm. um, and I'm also disabled so um, I have limited mobility uh, so he's also taken on in the TPE the role of being a caretaker um, That's awesome. so for mm. me that means that I've given him access to my calendars uh, my doctor information my health information we mm-hmm. disclose finances because we're also life partners mm-hmm. um and it's it's a it's a trusting every day mm-hmm. yeah. trusting yeah. myself that i communicated what i i needed mm-hmm. my needs because knowing your needs is important very definitely um, yeah. and, definitely uh knowing and trusting that my partner is actually going to follow through yeah. with the things i need um, he surprised me today. I have um, <laughs> I have what they call sciatic endometriosis. So I have a lot of like back pain and like posture issues. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And he surprised me today with a cushion for me to sit on to align myself in. Oh, that's and, dope. That's and dope. And I cried. Like, you talk about these things and like I talk about things I want and things I mm-hmm. need. And it is it is very very fulfilling to have the needs met and that's a big part of it like we're not just talking about you doing something you know following through with an idea or a task you're mm-hmm. actually doing it yeah and to be the the dominant in the power exchange is super important but as the submissive it's very important to know what the needs are i have to identify them because he can't guess Right, like in any relationship, yes. you know, sometimes when people expect their partners to just know what they need or know what they want, I'm like, how? Well, how? Right, you, if have, you don't like, say I nothing. Exactly. And ask him, and then hold him accountable, um, and that's what we do every day. Yeah, every that's day dope. is work. Every day it's conversations, it's checking in, and maybe it's a an ongoing task or little shorter ones that need to be done he creates an environment that allows me to also operate as a submissive to meet his needs yeah so i have the things that i need so he can have the things that he needs or wants from me we don't necessarily operate any differently from a vanilla couple you know right it's very defined roles very Mm -hmm. defined structure that we've chosen we've chosen it this way we've chosen to have certain rules certain structures and it all comes from the trust of you know what you're gonna communicate what you your your needs your requirements your expectations all of it and i'm gonna do my best to fulfill it 
and extending grace because uh, learning someone takes time. Oh, yeah, definitely. If they make mistakes, you have to take them with a grain of salt. You know, there are big mistakes and and there are, you know, cause and effect for those things. But Mm -hmm. when it's smaller things, when it's an oversight, um, an example, uh, there was one time he had... uh, he had a play date with someone and he told me he was going to call me after. And I don't know why I assumed that after was like a very specific time frame. Mm. When he had called me, I had a very big attitude. <laughs> and he was like, well, did I say that I was going to call you at a particular time? And I was like, no, but that's when I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buddy. And y'all have y'all expectations. Honest, y'all, I was dying on this hill for like maybe a couple hours. I was oh like, my gosh. I expected you to call. And uh, when I, I realized that I was wrong, because eventually I did get there. Yeah. It was like, well, no, we we didn't discuss the time. Um, we yeah. resolved the issue. We had the conversation. It was cool. Uh, the next time we had the opportunity to execute the experience, you know, mm-hmm. he had another play date mm-hmm. and we talked about, uh, you know, just checking in after. Mm-hmm. And we didn't say a time. And I didn't have an expectation of a time. And, and you know, when I got the phone call after, everything was peaceful. Nothing, and it, nothing was broken. Right. Because okay. precedence. We learn mm-hmm. from the experience. And we have to give people space to learn and also make mm-hmm. some mistakes sometimes. And, yeah. Learning, um, together. Yeah. Learning and growing and, and forgiving and understanding what the intent is behind something. Nice. Um, I've learned that, especially in like my poly, like if someone does not intend to hurt me or this is someone that I trust, I'm hurt. Then I can just communicate what that was as opposed to kind of spiraling by myself and thinking that it, it was due to a lack of care and maybe it was, Mm. you know, an oversight. Right, right. And L, you you've been you've you've had moments of that where you have but yours is different. It's not so much of uh, feeling like a lack of care. You would just cut a motherfucker off. Like yeah. <laughs> you yeah. used to well, yeah, yeah, you used to just oh, you would just cut somebody off. If they if they wrong you. Yeah. yeah, you just uh, I I'm done with it. I ain't gonna deal with that shit. I'm out of there. <laughs> this does not sound like me at all. Ooh, I'm lying. It I'm is gonna me. say you lying like a <laughs> <laughs> He yes. he's he's speaking the truth. I can't I can't. But it's part of the growth though. It's it's, I've it's the growth. Better. You've gotten a, a oh man, you've gotten abundantly better with that. Like you will not you will give a motherfucker a chance to fuck up and give them the opportunity to correct it and you know and, and let them know what Thanks it is. Thanks to you. They, yeah. These niggas better thank you. I and look, I try to tell her, I try to tell her. <laughs> I try to tell them all the time like look, like she she's she's not as as hard as she lets off, but you really have to kind of, you know, maneuver in a different space when you when you deal with her. And 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 she she's learning and, and just like she has to learn people's quirks and stuff like that, they have to learn hers too. And it, and that's just how it how it works. But sir, I wanna let you know, brother, I'm giving you an air dap right now because you did not fold. Because you did not fold when she came at you and she was dying on that hill. You you never folded. And said, "Baby, I'm wrong." You, so you 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 held you you held steadfast, and I I appreciate that. The rest of the brothers in the and we all appreciate that. You know, it's 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 funny because I I I joke with her often. You know, we're both 
We're both from Brooklyn, and I tell her all the time. I said, "No, baby, I'm 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 used to women like you. I've been dating women like you my whole life." Yeah, so <laughs> don't say no. That shit ain't ain't gonna mold me. So none of this, none of this raw raw phases me at all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like a battle rapper. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. See, I'm from Chicago, so I know, I know oh that. I know that shit. All already, I already know what kind of energy that is. And my son's mother is from Brooklyn, Bed Stuy. So yeah, I know. Oh, bro, I know. I know. It's not our fault. Shit. It's just how we show love. Shit. That was it. What, what Biggie say? Spread love. That's the Brooklyn way. If that's the Brooklyn way, I don't want no parts. <laughs> Trying to spread love. I don't. I don't want that part of the love. I don't. I don't want to spread that. <laughs> I don't want to spread it. No. And and that's one of my my goals as a, uh, as I operate as a submissive. I told him that um, I want to be softer. I mm-hmm. want to embrace that part of me. I. You know, we often fall into like that strong black woman trope. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it doesn't always feel good. It's not always appropriate for the moment, or um, it creates a mindset that can sometimes block me from getting the things that I want, which mm-hmm. is to be served, to have someone do something for me. Right. Um, not always doing things for myself. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, you know, we we we've grown. You know, yeah. when we first met, we had we had a lot of conversations about tone. Mm. You know, yeah. How how you say things. How you receive things, right. you know, and uh, and you know we've grown, we've grown a lot. We've... Yeah, that's that's the best I can part. See the progress, I feel the progress. Um, there are times when uh, you know sometimes you you hear yourself now mm-hmm. when someone makes you aware of something. So maybe it's not instant progress, but now you have an awareness. And right. You know, right. I definitely could have said that better. Right. Me, let me rewind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's a part of growth that we have to acknowledge too um, in right. our relationships and with ourselves. Like the times that we do catch ourselves and hold ourselves accountable and be like, oh, I definitely could have done that better or I did that better than I did last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're celebrating our small wins. Yes. Gotta love the small wins. Yeah, we need to. I, I think people definitely don't do that enough. Nah, nah. Like when you have, when it's something negative, mm-hmm. or the argument goes on forever. Forever. <laughs> but yeah, we don't celebrate I, the wins. We talked about that too. Like, um, I was celebrating us for doing better at something than we yeah. did the last time, and I was like, yeah. "Damn, we really got to do that more in relationships. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have to do that more for ourselves. Like celebrating the times when we're just oh, better yeah. than." yesterday right or last right. month or yeah. two yeah, years ago yeah. i would have really knocked shit over and i didn't <laughs> <laughs> we definitely talked we definitely talked a lot you know it's about you you so even if you even if you run into these points of contention i guess right and you talk to your partner you express you know i don't like this thing i don't like how you said this or i don't like when you called me that or whatever and and if you see the progress, you have to like applaud the progress. You have to right. acknowledge people growing and people learning and people just doing better. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of the things that we learned in in, in therapy because we went we went to couples therapy back in 2019 and we because really? we we were on the verge of some shit like you know what I mean like L had bought boxes yeah. from Home Depot and everything. I was like, oh, this bitch serious. She about I to signed a lease. Fuck them boxes. Yeah, she was about to sign a lease and everything. Oh, no. 
oh, oh man, it was about to go down. I was like, oh no, we we let's go uh find this therapist and uh figure this shit the fuck out. We gotta talk to somebody. Yeah, we gotta talk to somebody. Let's figure this shit out. Right. But that was one of the things. That was one of the things that we learned that just that just that importance of communication along with the importance of praising each other on our growths. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you when you tell a person that you love that 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 they've done something that you are are totally appreciative of, as small as it may be, that makes us feel just it it, it feels so good to just be acknowledged mm-hmm. and be like, understood that wow, yeah. like yeah. nothing that I did, even though this is so small, the fact that she verbally told me that she appreciated this, that shit feels amazing. And it wants it, it puts you in a space of wanting to 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 continue that energy. Right. To want to work harder on doing that because right. you know for a fact that she appreciates mm-hmm. this. You know what I mean? Like that pillow that you that you that you got mm-hmm. her. Like he probably gonna he probably shopping for another pillow right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a I'm not gonna lie to you. I tr- I tried it out. I need one for myself. Right. <laughs> exactly. I asked. I was like, "Can you sit on this so you realize how you just improved my life?" Because wow, it, it helped. Something as simple <laughs> as a pillow. I I also think that giving giving that positive reinforcement can also help your partner. Yeah. If they oh yeah. Didn't right. Feel like they did a good job. Mm-hmm. And you really enjoyed something, or yeah. or mm-hmm. it really did make your day. Maybe it wasn't, you know, executed exactly right. the way. It wasn't right. It wasn't perfect, but you really fucked with it. Say mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that yeah. boosts confidence. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. It, it just gives you the the com- the communication is always the most important thing because it, it just lets everybody involved know how everyone's feeling about whatever it is, whether it's right. positive feelings, negative feelings, doesn't really matter. But as long as we know, then we know how to, we know what our next steps are. Exactly. We keep forward, you know, they keep getting better or we know we got, we got to fix some stuff. Right. Is, right. You know, if, if it becomes a, if it's something that we haven't been able to talk about together, then okay, we'll go talk to, we'll go get a professional and go talk to a therapist and right. we'll see if, we can uh, we can really work these things out. It's really great, honestly. That you guys, it is. Uh, you guys were able to recognize and and sort of take that take that step for your own relationship. Right, right. And giving each other that positive reinforcement could lead to some great things, like getting your ass ate later on tonight. Like it just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't even you didn't even put in for that, but that but that's how shit ended. You know what I mean? You know you had no intentions on doing that tonight. You know, I ain't had no intention on doing that tonight, but but the fact that you gave me a little bit of pat on the back, you just, you, just, you you made me feel good. So you know you what go. you know what you gonna get. You gonna feel good too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's real though, honestly. That's yeah. that's so real. Yeah, man. That's so real. Yeah. So real. It just literally, honestly, and it's funny because when we talk about like. Vanilla relationships mm-hmm. versus, uh, or not versus, but vanilla and E and M. It's uh-huh. like it's the same relationship. It's just multiple. Their re- your relationship is just like most poly Monogamy relationships poly, yeah. and poly relationships. Right. It's just another. It's different levels and different right. layers. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's the same. They're all. They all end up being the same, whether mm-hmm. you're monogamous or non-monogamous whether you're polygamous which kind of the only difference is people being married whether you're polyamorous and it's romantic whether you're just some people are just sexually open some people mm-hmm. don't care to date 
other people romantically, but you know what? I might want a little something on the side. Right, right. Even share a little something, whatever it is. Yeah. But but for everybody, it's a little different. But it's it's all it's all the basic concepts. We all have to communicate. We all have to learn to understand each other. Mm-hmm. We have to learn about each other, learn our likes, learn our dislikes, learn our partner's likes and right. dislikes, to be able to communicate what we want, what we don't mm-hmm. want. It's being intentional. Yeah. All right. relationships boil down to the same core things to be successful, honestly. Yeah. That's true. You have no. to talk. You have That's to true. talk, and, and you have to talk about the good things as much as you like to talk about the bad things. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It takes away uh, the anxiety of having conversations. If you're mm-hmm. only sitting down to discuss negative things, yeah. right. then it, it builds up the, the dread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're Shit. dreading these conversations uh, if everything is yes. wrong. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As opposed to like, no, I, I really don't know what to expect because we sit down for everything. Yep. Yeah. You know, we check in. We, we like to see how everyone's doing. If you're um, you know, non-monogamous and you're dating, mm-hmm. I love check-ins when my partners are dating. Like, yeah. how are things going? How are you feeling? Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, hey, things are not working. They they have to have the same energy. We yeah. have to approach Definitely. it the same. Even if we're upset, you know, I I think we need to talk gives everybody the bubble guts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's buddy. Dramatic. That is very... Damn. We, that statement <laughs> gives people PTSD. Oh, my god! You ain't lying. Like it's like, it's, it's like a... Later. Why we can't talk now? Right, right. It's like a live version of the print of the walk to the principal's office. Like, that's, yeah. right. that's what that is. Because you can't just say at 2 p.m., hey, we need to talk, then I don't get off of work until 5, 6, Five? Like no, no. The My whole time, be on like, the whole time from two to five, your ass is sitting there crunching your booty cheek. I'm just sitting there sweating. Right, and then it really fucks you up when it becomes something. You don't come home and hear, oh, we we ran out of milk. Right, that's what I was just about to say. Then you feel like it's some bullshit. It wasn't even nothing serious. Some bullshit, and now I have an attitude. You was like, really? Really? Now we do. Yeah, exactly. Now we do have to talk. And had my goddamn anxiety on high for some milk. Yep. Let me tell you, I had to learn just as a person who was engaging with others, what is a how how to gauge what conversations are suitable for what meetings. Like what's a text conversation? Like don't initiate something via text if you know that it requires like if you know that you you need to talk it out. Right. You got to hear my tone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because tone is a big thing. Mm -hmm. You know, people interpret text tone, which is very interesting. Yes. Too many commas, but. uh, Too many dots. What's an in person conversation and what we can talk on the phone or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because there were times I was just being bad at initiating things, or we even had an, an incident where I was like, hey, you know, we we had gotten Was it an argument? I mean, I mean you and I, you and I, you, you were very upset with me. I was. Damn, brother, what you do, man? I was Damn. Very upset. What did you do? I don't know if we were. Okay, fine. You were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> and it was literally because I felt like uh, one we 
because of his job, it's it, the conversation was like stop and start. Mm-hmm. And also, I felt like it should have been like maybe on the phone or something. Uh. Like you started a conversation, uh, literally about intimacy, and then you're kind of like ten minutes in the conversation, fifteen minutes out. Yeah. So I'm like, was it was it that important? Right. If you couldn't sit down for it, and right. it's making me anxious waiting for. Answers right. to very vulnerable responses. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, um, yeah, I don't like this. That's <laughs> rough. And I, I literally had to say in the conversation, instead of allowing it to keep going and getting upset, I said, hey, I really wish that you would have called me or waited until after work. Yeah. This, this definitely could have waited. And when he thought about it, he was like, damn, no, I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it wasn't an argument. You yeah. Was, you was just mad at me. I said, I, yeah. said I was upset. He said, I get it. Yeah, and I'm sorry. It. And then I, I wasn't upset anymore. <laughs> and I, and I think, and that was just maybe a few weeks ago. And I realized, damn, the communication is getting so much better mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not sitting in it or I'm not allowing things to happen to me that don't feel good. Yeah. And, you- I, and I never understood what, my motivation was for having conversations that didn't feel good. Right. But like well, seeing it through to the end. I think in the moment it's the anxiety of like, yeah. okay, there might be a problem here. I want to solve the problem. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I feel like I think we could do a little bit better or can we stop like can we pause this? We table it. Yeah. Tabling mm-hmm. is my right. favorite. And then having someone who respects your tabling is super important. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's like you're going to push for a conversation after I ask to table it. Like, do you love me? Right, exactly. <laughs> for real. Please. Yeah. I feel like everything can wait unless it's on fire. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah it really can. ends up being the thing. You never, because I don't know the full extent of the thing, I don't know if something's on fire. And this I'm is why I can't have partners. That's why I can't have partners who make everything feel like it's on fire. Like, bitch, I got anxiety. Don't right. do that. But on why some... Uh, everything so... But you know I what? Mean, on some real shit, though... People, like, they're just so... But you know what does that like for, to a lot of people, and I don't even think that women, y'all, I don't think I don't even think y'all understand how 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 this fucks us up. And I and I hope I hope I hope that Sir is on the same page with me with this one. But ladies, <laughs> it's when y'all send a text and y'all start it with so dot 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 dot. That so sets the tone. <laughs> For what the fuck did I do? So your anxiety be on my anxiety. My asshole is puckered the whole time. No, hey, I can say I can say in my current relationship, it is not a worry anymore. But hey, I can tell you a lot of past relationships. That's so. That's so. Did it was one text for me to be like, oh, oh shit. What, what that that's so. I did not know that. That okay. so puts my fucking anxiety through the roof. I'd be like, oh my god, but he'd be like, so dot dot dot. What's for dinner? Exactly, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? I didn't know that bothered you. Now I know, because <laughs> I do that shit all the time. You do it all. I've gotten stuff. used to it now, like, but I, and really, it's unintentional. Because like mm-hmm. maybe I'm just saying right. it kind of how I'm thinking it. Like I was thinking about no, right? But, but so, but I'm on the other end of the phone, right? At what? <laughs> and all I yeah. get is a 
so because realistically the other part of the anxiety is you know i'm at work so if you're texting me about some shit I assume it's important. Right. So, no, that shit. You see it pop up in the notification. Yeah. Yep. I can't so, read it yet. You I can't, can't even look I, at it I yet. I don't, know, I don't even know if this dot, dot, dot is what you put or if it's just, you know, <laughs> the notification won't show the whole message. Right. Really yes. Something. Oh, no. Ter- terrifying. Truly. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Truly. Yeah, I didn't. Me too. I didn't know. Now yeah, man. That, that That's so... That yes. motherfucker can change a whole mood, man. You mean? <laughs> I was not aware. Yeah, yeah. We're learning a whole lot, and right along those lines, we we gonna get to learning about what we what we here for. We done talked about some of everything, y'all. Yeah. Okay, back to <laughs> BDSM and kink. That's what we gonna talk about. So, Good shit. yeah. Um, what is BDSM, and what makes it different from kink? Um, BDSM is, is a lifestyle, you know, kink, kink kind of just refers to these particular fetishes that people have and these particular things that people are into Mm -hmm. where BDSM can be a kink for people. It can be something that kind of just stays in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. but BDSM is also a lifestyle. Mm. It is, it is a full, there is a, there's a specific, there are specific roles that people are put in in BDSM yeah. relationships. There's, to some degree, always a top and a bottom. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always some sort of power exchange. The uh, extent of that power exchange changes depending on people's relationships and how they choose to customize them, really. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think the biggest difference is that, you know, there are people who are kinksters that, you know, what we do in our bedroom. You know, what we maybe, maybe we like to wear certain things, maybe we like to use certain toys, maybe we like to use certain language, you know, whatever. Right, it is, right. You know, some people, people are into a lot of wild things these days. I always tell people that there is somebody on the internet that's into the same thing that you're into. Right, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. How obscure you think it is, there's right. somebody who's into it. So I think that's really the big difference, which is the difference we make in BDSM, that there Mm -hmm. are BDSM lifestylers and there are BDSM kinksters, there are people Mm -hmm. who practice this thing in the bedroom only, Mm -hmm. and then people like us who choose to make this how they live and how they go about their relationships. I was going to ask that. Okay. That's true. Uh, BDSM is, for uh, those who don't know, BDSM is an acronym that I guess, depending on who you ask, kind of switches a little bit, but it's bondage dominance submits submission and masochism and it's kind of that ds can be dominant submission the sm can be sadism and masochism mm-hmm. it, so it kind of encompasses those general themes sadists like to give pain masochists like to receive it mm-hmm. <laughs> you can be both you can be both. Mm, you can be both. You can be into all. Mm-hmm. You can. There are people. Mm. There are people who switch. There are like being a dominant or a submissive is not necessarily this thing you're locked into. As we, okay. I think, come to find out in the world, a lot of things function on a spectrum. Yeah. Right. You know, people yeah. aren't one hundred percent this, one hundred percent that. You and know, you we can got switch little... as you desire yeah. uh, for for specific kings. Yeah. Like uh, I'm primarily a bottom or a submissive, but I switch for rope, which I like to uh, be a rope top or a rope mm-hmm. dominant. And uh, 
I also bottom for rope because I love to feel it as well. Um, <clears throat> and those kinks can be exclusive to environments or people um, mm -hmm. as you desire to practice. If you're like, ah, I only like to do this thing uh, with my partners, you know, or well, with this, this specific partner. partner. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about <laughs> that. Myself, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can maintain those boundaries and those levels of exclusivity mm -hmm. um, within the lifestyle or as you are exploring and playing um, outside of it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I think it, it's amazing how in-depth, like I didn't realize it was so many different levels. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I didn't realize it was so many different levels to BDSM. So with you guys, like where do you fall into, like for, for your particular relationship, where do you fall into like your roles for your level of BDSM? So in our particular dynamic, I am the dominant. She's the submissive. We also, like we told you, on a 24-7 power exchange. So also in our dynamic, I function as a master and her a slate. Okay. So we, we sort of go through that very deep level of control and trust and exchange of power. Okay. As well as the language. The language is consistent. Mm -hmm. um, that's another thing. So uh, when you are playing with someone, uh, we call them scenes. Um, some people call them sessions. Mm -hmm. And you can keep that language, whether it's sir, madam, um, within the scene. And then you go back to whatever your name is, high five, and go on about your business. Oh, um, but okay, when okay. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask doing, about that. When you're within the lifestyle, um, maybe there are certain times that you uh, stay consistent within the role um, and the language stays the same. So I refer to him as sir or master, daddy, um, regularly. Uh, we do alternate for vanilla people, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. Did she just call him master? I don't want to make people too nervous, and we walk into the restaurant, and then the waiter's just like, um, she just called him master. I don't, I, should I? Or like going to my mom and being like, oh yeah, daddy would love a plate. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and those are those are things that we agreed on because mm -hmm. we want to make sure that each other is comfortable, mm -hmm. and and you know by. Be, and other people adjacent can be comfortable but it starts with us yeah. so that's something that you can agree upon if you are someone who's in a 24 7 dynamic and you don't fucking care then yeah. yes pass master the salt <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah that that's where we are yeah okay though that's what's up no as we are monogamous we're allowed to or we have negotiated because it's it's yes. it's really an allowance for me and negotiation overall, mm -hmm. um, which is great. Um, we have talked about how we incorporate our non-monogamy, our polyamory into our lifestyles as kinksters. Mm -hmm. um, we we do offer services as professionals. Uh, where I do sensual massage and um, new room massage specifically too. Yes, um, new room massage. Program sessions. Mm -hmm. um, we have our protocol within our relationship for how we engage professionally with people, and then casual play partners. Um, he also does adult content, so yep. content partners, 
and navigate those play partnerships the same way uh, mm-hmm. you would just within your regular uh, ethical non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's a boundary, like one of our biggest ones is breeding. So that's my favorite. Well, that's one. Well, yeah, both of us love that kink. Yes. Oh, it's please, please our, do tell. One of my top. Can you explain it? Yes, please do. It's self-explanatory. Because y'all are just too excited about it. Y'all, both of y'all tones changed. Oh yeah. Look, <laughs> sir was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sir, you turned into the uh, old spice guy on me, bro. Hey. <laughs> Enjoying cream pies a lot. Enjoying ejaculating into a Oh! I didn't know that that was a name for it like that. To like procreate, right? Oh, I just call it shooting up the club. Everybody does, babe. I want to. So it's baby making, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. not the babies. And uh, we have negotiations and boundaries around that with content partners and Mm -hmm. also play partners. It's it's really yeah. fun yeah. to yeah. to create, you know, the structures and also adjust them on a case by case basis. Because mm-hmm. you know, we know with even just navigating non monogamy, like if you try to force every situation into the same structure, eventually, you know, you'll kind of hit a brick wall. So yeah. with mm-hmm. our king then and and. And exploring as kingsters, we give ourselves space to actually explore comfortably while mm-hmm. also making sure that home base is taken care taken of. Care of. It has to be. Home Dude. always got to be taken Home's care of. got to be gotta taken take care, care of. home. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it begins at home. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I did not know breeding. I didn't I'm... know that was... I did not like know that that term. was like a, yeah. a term. I, like I said, I've always called it shooting up the club. We shoot. Every, everybody calls <laughs> it that. Shooting the I club. Mean, I mean, it's all of the above. But yeah. There is, a, there is a specific name for the. King. I like that like, better. You like breeding better? Of, yeah. A lot of things you're into probably have a very specific name that you don't even realize. Mm-hmm. If you're going yeah. in and Pornhub breeding, mm-hmm. I can show you the world. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> It's up there. I love bondage, the bondage part of BDSM too. Mm-hmm. But the B for me is breeding. <laughs> the B is okay. for breeding. Listen, that's all right. I can dig it. We all listen. Everybody has their own little. So kinks we know breeding. Like. So we know breeding is like y'all top kinks. So like, what what are like some other like kinks that y'all share that are up there? Is that a top one we share? Well, I mean, also CNC, consensual non-consent. So there are softer kinks, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, well, actually, I won't say they're softer kinks. There are kinks across the board, and we are able to turn up the volume they, they, on them as we desire. As you they all require, it. everything requires different levels of trust and experience. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. You have to, because Definitely. we... We operate as educators. We want to make sure that we're always telling people to mitigate risks and mm-hmm. um, understand that we we love RAC, which is risk aware consensual kink. So all the things that we do risk are consented to, are negotiated, mm-hmm. and anything that you want to do with someone else, you should communicate and talk about 
um, but the risk awareness of what people consider harder kinks. Yeah. Um, as we are comfortable and have trust, we engage in some of the harder ones. Some people consider breeding to be a harder kink because yeah. of the higher risk of pregnancy. No, yeah. Right, right. And, and it's it's sort of, in in, in my intro, right, they're, they're talking about being trauma-informed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because with these harder kinks, as I was saying, we both, we both enjoy consensual non-consent which mm-hmm. is giving consent to sort of to 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 do these things that might usually you're giving consent to do these things that maybe people might do without consent mm. right so so it's so maybe it's having her completely tied up helpless so she she doesn't have a choice mm. you know Something you know maybe like it's a, a scene where someone says they want to be kidnapped yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But I, yeah. I, but I asked for it. I, I right. bought an outfit for it. <laughs> we touched, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we touched on that too. Yeah. <laughs> she did. And it was a, it was a wonderful outfit. And I, I got cute for it, but in the moment, as I pre-consented to this thing, yes. mm-hmm. now when we walk in the house and I have on my outfit and we I'm cute, know. we've already talked about this. Mm. Now it happens. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. So it, it okay. feels like pre-consent to do the would normally be considered dangerous mm-hmm. um could also be maybe a trigger for someone because right. kidnapping mm-hmm. could be a trigger uh we like the show you mm-hmm. if someone <laughs> says i i would love to <laughs> feel oh, like you're watching Joe. at the bar right mm. yeah and then when i get to my car you come up behind me mm-hmm. For some mm. people, that's scary as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happens, and they've got trauma, but for others, it's an adrenaline rush. It's exciting, and the safety of knowing who is who is uh, who it's happening with, that you have safe words in place, you've got contingency plans, you know it can stop if it, it gets too crazy, mm-hmm. or if the controlled environment no longer feels controlled. So what in a place, in a place where, because this is something, because we touched on this in a, in a previous episode, like, yes. and, and I joked about it, but I was dead ass serious at the same time in saying that what if you're in a space and you're and you're, you're doing a, a, a kidnap kind of scene or that's yes. your scenario with you and your partner? How do you assure or how do you prepare yourself for possibly a motherfucker like me who may witness this from across the parking lot and I'm Captain Saver, right. motherfucker, and, I, and I'm coming over there bucking like getting this dude off of you. You know what I'm saying? So it's oh, like... going to smile and say, oh, we just nasty. Well, I'm yeah. fine. You know what? That's okay. quick and easy. That's, that's a quick and easy one. That's sometimes, a quick and easy one. For real. it pays to just be real about it. Yeah. Just be like, look. Easy let's snap explain. out real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easy to explain. Yeah, we, we, we gotta we have to kind of jump out of this scene real quick. Yeah, yeah. And, and and talk to some people who don't understand what we're doing, which which is kind of where like and I I offer sessions like this, so it's right. it's sort of a thing of you know it does, it, it requires waivers first and foremost. Okay. <laughs> right, right. And, and and it requires a lot of conversation and a lot of planning Lots and a lot of understanding of like no yeah I got like nosy apartment neighbors so like mm-hmm. so like maybe i maybe maybe i'm not i'm not breaking into the the apartment i'm already in there but i was hiding around the corner over here and yeah caught you up. a little bit of alter it <laughs> gotta alter it a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the reasons why uh 
we teach about creating grounded fantasies Mm -hmm. because grounded fantasies that are grounded in realism also protect us. They keep us safe from harm, keep us safe from the police being called because we were just having a good time, but you asked him to climb through your window and your neighbor was concerned. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's real shit. Real shit. Popping in the window with a with a ski mask on. Right. So. Maybe you're yeah. If you have a burglary king, maybe he he starts from inside the house real quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making sure that you're grounded. I'm maybe if you have a basement. right. Come on. <laughs> um, if you you have a, a kidnapping king, maybe it's from not a place that's so public. I'm not mm, really yeah. okay personally yeah. into public play. Because the public does not, one, consent to seeing me do this thing. Right. And two, True. you can genuinely trigger or alarm somebody because you're trying to have a good time. Yeah. Like, I used to yeah. love car sex. And then when I really dove into consent, I was like, oh, shit. My neighbors did not ask to see my car rocking and my ass up in the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to be our neighbors then. I never even looked at it or thought about it from yeah, that point of view. Yeah, but I, 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 and we never had neighbors like that. It's more remote. Yeah. If you want to engage in something right. more public, like then you you to the woods with your partner. You you know those cute little remote cabins. Right. Like, right. You want to do something kinky. Oh and yeah, definitely. You want to do some bondage to a tree because I know that know. that's a, a huge one for a lot of people. You get one of those mm-hmm. little cabins. Talking about I want yeah. the little yes, the little mini house. Yes, the oh, little shit. <laughs> and you can go do it someplace like that, and then you understand that being grounded, that at some point we are checking in with each other. Oh yeah. So that's the responsibility of the top in the scene or mm-hmm. in the moment, um, or the dominant. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. You are supposed to check in to make sure that this person is cognizant. Mm-hmm. And those check-ins can be verbal and non-verbal. Yeah, no, it's all it's it's all discussed ahead of time. It's all that's that's really that's how you avoid any, all the pro- all the potential problems that can happen with this that I'm sure you're thinking of. That's <laughs> yeah. you avoid yeah. you avoid them by communicating every excruciating detail. Like truly. anything that could happen. If you are someone who likes to shoot up the club, yeah. you talk to the person and say, "Hey, Hey. So I want to do this thing, and you want this thing done. We do not want kids, so we have a contingency plan, whether it's a vasectomy, whether it's birth control, or maybe you've got your tube side, like, or you wear a condom. Right. <laughs> you know, right. it's, yeah. it's, really, it's really about staying inside. So yeah. you make sure that you have those worst-case scenario conversations so you know, mm-hmm. one, that you talked about it, mm-hmm. and two, have that peace of mind. So that you can actually go in and enjoy what it is that you're doing. Mm. It's not gonna blow it. It's not gonna make it sad. It's like no, no. we're talking about the things that could happen. Like, yeah, we're, talk- we're, we're, we're talking so we we can have fun. Like, right, so we right. Can just go and do the thing and not worry mm-hmm. so much. And no one like, wants to be in that's the what mix. Mess people up. Is the exactly is right. Like, no, gonna happen. How? What could go wrong? Oh my gosh! Is someone gonna burst in the door? No, we already. We check, check the lock three times. Right, check the lock right, three right. Times. right. <laughs> right, and that you know, changes the mood schedule, too. We realize that nobody drives over here around this time. Yeah. Right, we did our research. Yeah, we've got our safe words. We've got 
um, you know, the safe word system is not exclusive to just having the word. You can have a stoplight system. Mm-hmm. Green means go, I'm good. Yellow means ah. Slow down. Slow down. Mm-hmm. We could adjust something. Mm-hmm. Red is I need to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the goal is to always be green. Like I've, yeah. I've told people, I've never gotten a yellow with him because he knows what I like. Right. So we don't get, even when we escalate, it's still never yellow. I've never used the safe word. What is that? Make it, make I, it to, I, make I, it to I purple elephant. Like, I, you're not, you're not <laughs> supposed to hit that safe word realistically. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not the goal. It's that's, not the goal. That's not the goal. The goal is I right. don't want to use it. Like you can take someone to their peak mm-hmm. without uh, escalating them to a place where they're not having fun anymore. Yeah. So if nice. someone tells you, I'm going to make you use your safe word, wow, you're scary. No. That's, ter- right. that's terrifying. <laughs> so the goal is not to use the safe word. I don't word. have to think about yeah. my safe word. I'm not that. pushing the panic button. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, a lot of people just be using this safe word all willy-nilly and all loosely. Like they just, oh, I done came three times. I got to use my safe word. Like, no, no, no that's not no. where you use and, that. Well, maybe they don't want to come anymore. You, we still have to respect it. Mm-hmm. By the way, we, now that we gave the disclaimer, we have to say what our kinks are. Oh, I, I mean... We gave I mean, the disclaimer. We, we talked about the safety. Now we can say the nasty shit. Yeah, um, the nasty shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, this is all, this is all our, our, our kink. I mean, within CNC? Within just what are our kinks? Yeah, you know? yeah, whatever. I like CNC. I like to give pre-consent uh, because yeah. I like things like kidnapping. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's a really fun I like, one. I, I enjoy, I enjoy a lot of forced Forced orgasms, overstimulating. Overstimulating. That's okay. you know when someone's doing one thing over here, but they're also giving you something uh, else mm. at the same time. So mm-hmm. I like rougher overstimulation. So I I like breath play. Mm. Breath play is one of my personal top kinks. I like choking. Nice. That's what we we refer to it as breath play. Uh, when someone is asphyxiating you or you're asphyxiating yourself, mm-hmm. um, I don't recommend autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, I've but, seen that um, shit in bad. Like <laughs> choking. And that in and of itself is an art um, because we aim to please and not harm. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And if you get really experienced at uh, breath play, like my beloved is here, um, you can make someone pass out. Uh, for a span of time and then and then they come back oh wow oh shit so you out here killing motherfuckers sir damn bro no you're not killing you're still alive you're still alive you just kind of have a a a short blackout period wow see that's that 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 takes some it's the blood rushing to your head that takes some good professional shit (laughs) yeah you you gotta be really on top of things to, to do that those are some of the ones that uh, we we engage in in overstimulation because you get the tr- the choking stroke. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I love the stroke. You got a choking stroke, but maybe you've got a toy on the clit, or you're rubbing the clit, and and that's overstimulation. Yeah. Because now you've got so many so many good things happening, so many things that you enjoy happening at the same time, and you're not in control of any of them. Right. Mm. 
That shit dope. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to explore some of this shit. Cause you you hey hell, new rule, that's my thing right there. That that's that's my mm-hmm. thing right there. I didn't know all this other shit even existed, so we might <laughs> Let me go get I'm gonna give me some choke that ass gloves, some OJ gloves and, and, Ooh, <laughs> and see how far I can push these limits. That has raised edges so all of the the gel can stay inside. And, um, yeah, I got oh, my. I can't wait. It's it's gonna be exciting. So like overstimulation can also be someone stroking you and sucking your toes at the same time. If you no, like yeah, your toes. No, wait, that's really, it. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, you kind of get combinations. Like, you take it well, well. Well, you take advantage of you take advantage of this person, this person's already coming. We've already hit the orgasm. Yeah. So now I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do all the things that I know get you there immediately at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's, I like that. That's, that's, that's I'm just gonna keep going. I'm not even gonna give you a break. You don't even get to breathe. You just gonna, we just gonna chain as many or, as many of these orgasms together. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. L over here like, shit, that a little too much. (laughs) I'm no, sitting here thinking I'm yeah, one and done. Buddy, so you are like, one and done. I'm one and done. So Yo, I'm like, tap out is, quick. This is no, like, I'm woo. one and done too. I'll be honest with you. I'm one and done. However, not no more. No, no, that's what I'm talking about. Because he'll extend. He extends my warranty. Okay. Not extend the warranty. It's that that feeling at the top where mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm a teapot and I get really hot and then it breaks Damn. and it just never stops breaking mm. and I'm like I where are the fluids coming from at this point wow. it's not another orgasm it's just the same one it never stops just wow. it's just they're ranking <laughs> that, overstimulation wow. is one of his personal favorites I benefit from it but <laughs> It's a lot for me. It's overstimulating. Mm-hmm. It's nice. to be in control. And I, I. She just goes brain dead, really. Yes. Damn. And, and, and now here we are. Another <laughs> 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 one. Wow. I do like bondage. You have mm-hmm. that little doodad with that holds my thighs and like my. Oh, leg. yes. The, the thigh restraints. Oh, yeah. I'm very it much. It keeps my legs. There's a... Up in the air, and I don't have to, and I'm thick, okay? I'm know. thick. Oh, we know. It makes <laughs> me feel like a, a rotisserie chicken. Wow. Oh my it's, gosh. I, it's, the, it's the most beautiful feeling, because then you can get your back blown out, because and, and not have to hold your weight. I'm kind of like. So describe this one. to us, Miss Blaine. Let, let, let's, <laughs> yeah, please give us a visual. I got you. So, so it's a thigh restraint. So there's pretty much, it's a very simple thing. There's kind of just three cushions. Mm-hmm. One cushion, one cushion is smack dab in the middle of the, uh, it's, it's sort of like a long leather strap with mm-hmm. three cushions on it. There's one smack dab in the middle that's going to sit right behind your neck or literally right, bes- right behind the, the, the top of your neck, mm-hmm. kind of uh, in the back of your head there. And then the other two are going to wrap around. The cushions are up under your thighs. Mm. So now it is literally your own, your own strength, your own, your own kind of body weight that is keeping your legs up. Huh. Wow. Okay. And I've, I've Never. tried this on, on women of multiple heights, shapes, sizes, weights. It works every time. 
Oh, yeah. Comfortably. This it's so comfortable. comfortable. Like, are you it, looking it, that up? I'm definitely looking this up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm most certainly <laughs> looking this up. Yes, yes. Yes, send us all of that. Yeah, we'll just wait for that. I ain't going to Google no more. He was literally over there Googling it. The shit out of it. Yep, I done came up with all kind of shit. And there's nothing I have to do. I don't have to think about keeping my legs. They're you know, just shaking. Cause, cause the, but secure. When I found it, when I found it, it's like, you know, a lot of women complain about, you know, like uh-huh. it gets tiring after a while. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, uh. I like there that. Yeah, no, we're fine. Oh, we're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of having to keep the legs up, mm-hmm. and so I, I, when I found that little contraption, and then all I heard every time I used it was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so easy." This wow. Is, so this is great. Yeah, we, I can we, just sit. Here yeah, we gonna need that link. Yeah, here. yeah, we yeah. definitely gonna need that. I can just sit here and get it. Just get it. Take it. Do what you want. And I said, I will. I don't even. He said, I, "I will." <laughs> now that it's hands free and I don't have to hold my own thighs, I'm like, "Well, what do I do with my hands?" Oh, degradation and praise—that's a ver- big, big degradation and praise. I like to hear nasty things. Likes to be called nasty. I like things. to be called nasty things. Uh. Like degradation. And you start, you start yeah. slow. Break you up to build. Break you down to build you up. Yeah, so, so, some people just like a little slut, a little whore here and there, you sometimes. know. Sometimes. Sometimes, depending on the person. Or you just think you're nasty. Yeah, and then sometimes it's just saying those real, real filthy, depraved. <laughs> How <laughs> filthy. <laughs> How filthy, Blaine. Let's let's hear it. What do you like being uh, called? Uh, 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 oh, shit. Uh, so, one of... One of my favorite words is bitch. Bitch makes me giggle. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, it does not offend me. It just makes me laugh. Hmm. I think it's because they used to call me all like as a greeting, and then I would call him one back. But um, when he calls me a nasty bitch or a, a Disgusting, a disgusting bitch. bitch. Don't talk to me like that, please. Oh, see, see. <laughs> we have company. Okay. Hey, yeah, you're amongst friends. Family now. Listen. We are family now. I really enjoy the sound of his voice, so there are just times when it doesn't matter what he says. Mm. And it, it can get a rise out of me, but... That's how it should be. I thought, yeah. it, was, I thought it was like yeah. that for everybody. with a smile. He smiles at me. And and looks at me like I'm beautiful and then calls me a filthy whore and I just <laughs> Wow. That's some talent to be able to do that. That's though. some shit. Like you yeah. gotta know your shit you to do. be able you to really do. It is it is it is about showing someone like when you look someone in the face and you lovingly and admiring disgusting whore they don't know how to feel because they see you. They see you admiring them. That's... Is he looking? I'm looking wow. into her eyes longingly, like this is some pretty little the notebook romance. Uh, yeah, and I and, and then I'm giving her triple X out of my out of my mouth. Wow. <laughs> and then it's it's even more intense when he uses this language, and we're actually having sex, and then he is now calling out what name 
into a clinch yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm like, please stop making it worse. Don't <laughs> don't point out the fact that I really like this one. I mean, so you're mm. gonna keep saying it. Yeah. Well, you clenched when I said exactly. So we gonna tap dance on it. Yeah, you know, we got tap dancing, you know. okay? Oh yeah, we gonna tap dance all over that motherfucker. Oh, you like that, you little filthy oh, bitch? <laughs> if that's what you like, I'll do it all night. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. It's gonna take a while to hear those things when you're, I don't know, standing in line at Golden Crust. Right. Hey, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Not the Golden Crust. Yeah. Oh, my Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's it's great because then it really great. Say that say that again. We had some technical difficulties. You say you said it's really great oh, and no, what? Um, I like it because I get a balance of praise as well. Ooh, okay. Asking. Nice. Then he says, "Want to really mess up someone up in the head?" Goodness. Tell them, tell them like, oh, you're such a good, do something thing for me that I didn't even expect. And I'll be like, oh, you're such a good little whore. <laughs> you're, such a, you're such a perfect little slut. I love you so much. Oh, you better quit biting your lip over there, goddammit. No, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just listening. You got her. She over here biting her lip and everything like, oh. <laughs> Like, what am I supposed to say? Wow. I don't know what to say. Oh. <laughs> I gotta go to school. <laughs> really? Because it's not always a physical touch thing. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can uh, get a, a physical response from me, mm-hmm. from me hearing you say something, has the intent to, like, man, that's that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious, yeah. <laughs> So I <laughs> think I had a question I wanted to ask. Go ahead. I think because y'all, I mean, y'all pretty much answered everything. For I real, had, and, and Blaine looked like she gonna need some real aftercare after this conversation because she. <laughs> I might need some too, but yeah. um, let's see. <laughs> now I feel like I feel like <clears throat> most people think that you have to be non-monogamous. To engage in like uh, kink or BDSM. Now, is that the case? No, no, not at all. They're two. They're two different things. I think. I think what you find is that a lot of people who are kinksters or into BDSM are 
kind of usually very sexually liberal people. Mm. So maybe you might end up meeting a lot of people who are mm. not monogamous if you are already a kingster. But you do not need to be like they're mutually exclusive things is what I'm saying. Like being gotcha. non-monogamous is strictly a relationship thing. It's a dynamic thing. It's how you choose to it's what you choose for the boundaries of your relationship as it pertains to outside external people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas no, yeah, kink anybody, any anybody can do these things and you don't need one mm-hmm. to try the other. Yeah. Yeah, because I know some monogamous people that got some shit in their closets. Buddy. <laughs> you ain't even about to touch on that. A lot of those people who have figured it out for themselves and their relationship are mm-hmm. having way more fun. Hell yeah. Because they already know this is my person, this is my dynamic. I know yeah. what I what I am and what I'm not doing with this person. I know what they like, I know what they don't like, they know what I like, they know what I don't like, and I trust this person. Mm-hmm. If we want to try something new. Yeah. Not, sometimes sometimes it just be random stuff. We'll be we'll be sitting on the phone because you know, right now you guys together, but I'm usually down in the DMV, that's where I live. Mm-hmm. But uh but you know, we'll be sitting there watching anime, she'll be she'll be watching some, I'll be watching some, we'll be on video chat and she'll just tell me be like, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing you do this thing. Mm. Mm. That's all right. And just take the a total different turn. <laughs> I mean, you want me to do that thing to you, or you wouldn't mind me seeing you wouldn't mind seeing me do it with someone else? She's like, ah, both. Because that's, <laughs> that's one one of the benefits. I I've been telling people more recent partner does porn because then I can like ask him to do the shit that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, the perks! Oh, the perks! Oh, the perks for real. That's a perk for your ass. If she if she likes it, then I know somebody gonna like it. So mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I would love because I'm I'm a huge fan. I I love to produce shit, but like I love amateur porn. Like yeah, that's my shit me, too. Like hold the camera. Mm-hmm. Like this is why I got a GoPro, especially mm-hmm. with the little head mount. Oh shit! So I can watch my ass bounce. It's wonderful, but like I, in one of my kinks is voyeurism, Mm -hmm. and this kink combines very well with my non-monogamy because now I don't I don't have to be a creep. I can literally say, "Hey, if you have someone that's comfortable, um, yeah, that's that's true. Like I would love to watch that, but also because he's a content creator." And makes adult content. Now I'm like, no, please do this because I already know it's getting recorded. Yeah. And he knows what I like to see. So now my spank bank is secured. I love it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking I'm about. Them extra gig, the extra gigs on the iPhone That's come in handy. Personal kinks and he and you know, it's not sometimes it's not really that we share the kink, but he does it. Because he enjoys pleasing me, and he knows it'll yeah. please me. No. Oh, yeah, there are things that like not necessarily I don't like, but they're just not things that you know get me going or whatever. But yeah. it gets her going, and getting her going gets me going. Right. So yeah. it all works out. It's kind of like when I tie you. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm not normally. I'm not a bottom at all. Mm, really. Right. But, but I'll let her tie me. I have no problem with that, and she enjoys it. And she just. 
Do you're you enjoy better, it? You're um, a better man than me. Seen together um, on the Black Erotica site, Black okay. Touch, where uh, I tie him and I give him this wonderfully uh, uh, <laughs> technically sound this, this hand soul, job. Soul sending. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. I give him a hand job. He's tied, and we are talking very dirty to each other. Uh, throughout the scene so it's great for people who enjoy audio hand jobs um bondage you get to see us engage and um i love it because it was one of the first intimate things we did together mm-hmm. we were yeah. not dating no nope. at the time um i had just met him and i liked him from twitter and i thought he was hot hey i have to do a thing um, and I would love to do this with you because you have a really pretty Venus and you're oh. professional. And wow. I like work. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm and he down. said, yes, I'm down. And I was I'm like, down. okay, well, I know that you're a dominant. I was like, but I want to tie you and I want to milk you. And he was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> what does this tying look like? So I went through my, now I mm-hmm. prepared for to be tied by the end he went through that with me mm-hmm. and on the day of you know i it was the first time i even saw his penis in person wow <laughs> like wow and it was <laughs> love at first <laughs> i liked him but it was just like seeing him and then he was being so cooperative um my our other partner lotus rope wolf he is my rope mentor and and our love Mm-hmm. He was there supporting me, which was like my poly in action before it was really happening. Wow. Um, That's dope. <laughs> I have a picture yeah. like he's sitting in the chair tied. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like half tied and Lotus is like directing you and, and yeah. telling you what wow. a great job you were doing. Because just... I was so nervous and I was like, it was my first time uh, rope topping on camera. And that was a milestone for me because I've only been rope bottoming and uh, being amused for Lotus. And then I was like, damn, and I'm tying this guy. Like, so, like, this better be good. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great. That's dope. It was better because then we had sex later. Later that night. Later that night. At the Airbnb (laughs) on the couch. Okay. That's dope. (laughs) You got a little bonus there. And we're going to have to check out. um... And then let me tell you. So then, like, while we're having sex, Lotus comes out the room. And I, like, open my eyes because I'm, like, in heaven. Because this stroke was serious. Okay? (laughs) And... (laughs) I open my eyes and there's dick in my face. Oh, yeah. Out of my mouth. I got spit roasted. It was beautiful. And, um, Did, I'm it. sorry. Spit, <laughs> spit roasted. Is that what you said? Yes. So what? That's a M, is it MMF? MMF threesome. MMF. MMF. MMF threesome. Spit roasting because you're kind of like the pig. You got something at both ends. Oh. Oh. That's dope. Spit roasted. Wow. I've never heard. I've never heard that term used like that. Yeah, yeah, I never heard it. Yeah, so that was really cool. That you know, when we were friends and and play partners and coworkers, um, yeah. we got to engage in intimacy and uh, we grew closer. 
with him as our friend. Mm -hmm. And then eventually we escalated to us all being in a relationship and him taking me on as a submissive. Mm -hmm. Um, but that particular scene is some of our, our top kinks that we spoke about as friends, (laughs) like, Hey, this is what I like. Well, Oh, you, you like to talk too. you want to be verbal. You know, we built this thing out together and, you know, we build our intimacy, our personal intimacy the same way. Hey, this is what I like. This is what you like. These are what our expectations are, you know? We, we feel secure. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what's happening. All right, let's go do it. Yeah. The only difference was there was it was captured. Nice, which is really cool. Yeah, we are gonna have to check out because I'm I'm very familiar with uh with Black Touch. My man Brian, oh, yes. like Brian is is amazing. I actually did a um uh an event with him in uh September 2019, an Eyes Wide Shut event. Um, him, really? me, him, and a couple other photographers. Nice. Yeah, I it was. Yeah, yeah, it was it was real dope. So y'all the were city. there. And yeah. Wow. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, and it's crazy because I subscribed to Black Touch. I subscribed really? to the site or whatever. Oh, so we're gonna have to check that up when okay. we finish. We're gonna have to check their video under out. Under control. Okay. Under control. Okay. Yeah, that we're gonna check control. that out. We are it's, definitely gonna check that out. It's fun. I'm hoping that we can uh, do some MFM on Black Touch with the three of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That would be great. Because, man, be I like impact play, and boy, do they slap me around. <laughs> I, I teach sensuality, but in my personal life, I do love to get slapped around. It's so mm, much fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> Listen, that's all right. I'm here for it all. For real. I, I, I feel the love. Yeah. yeah. I feel loved. I feel cared for. I feel like, I love being the center of attention. I'm the only woman in my poly at this time. Um, and I, I I think I will be primarily. Yes, that's what we discussed. As far as, I, as, far as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. <laughs> you know, it's... it's hey, look, you don't assume shit. <laughs> For real. Hell yeah. no. no. But, but we did talk about yes, it. Yes, yeah. never, we, we always kind of acknowledge that you don't know what will happen, right? Like, yeah. like when I first met Lotus and Blaine, I didn't, I didn't think I'd be in a relationship with the both of them. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I didn't. That wasn't really in my plans. Like, right. it just wasn't. It wasn't in my plans at the time. I just they were really dope. I loved watching. They were great. They were a beautiful couple together. I loved watching them. I loved seeing them online. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, here I am. <laughs> dope. Wow. That's dope, man. That's so- you know, when I, I talk to people about, like, having two male partners, I'm like, I don't really know how I got them. Like, damn, yay. <laughs> this, you know, you see the me I but we see this kind of poly. Like, bitch, I'm here. Hi. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's yeah. really fun. I kind of always pictured my polycule including another woman, maybe. Right. Well, but we also acknowledge that part of that is because it's all we see. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's true. It's the definitely most, the most common, yeah. the most right. common form. Yeah. Yeah. The representation is yeah. mm-hmm. kind of that, so yeah, I expected you know, that. You mm-hmm. know, after patriarchy, all of that good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. lit, and and the spit roasting. 
<laughs> we learned some new terms. See, I told y'all every week y'all gonna get a new term this from has us down here. Ed- so educated. It has. This has been like, an amazing conversation. I've, I've learned. We got a spit roasting. Yeah. We got a little bit for everybody. See, we got a little bit for everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all. We appreciate like, y'all. Like, I'm ready to I'm, go check out the. the um, oh, yeah. We're going to blacktouch.com. We're finna go to Black Touch and check that out. Oh, my yeah. God. Please. We would love to hear what Oh, I'll text oh, you. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely. You. you will definitely <laughs> hear, the, hear a review. Okay. Yes, we do. So, uh, Lotus does. Like, okay. Does, I do. Like, we all. We they all, have uh, a scene to, together um, okay. called Double Date. Excited to see. Oh yeah, we about to definitely. I'm I'm gonna give you my uh my access information. The things that impress me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We you got your you said login info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. Oh, I'm already in. I'm already logged in. Oh yeah, I'm already logged in. We're gonna check this out. We're gonna definitely check this out. Wonderful. Yes. Thank y'all so much. Y'all coming to Atlanta when? I mean, first, y'all enjoy your your, your night. You know, go watch that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Go get some wine wine or something. You know, just go. go Don Julio down there about to be. Eat some some Mm. ass. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go and eat some ass. All that. All that. Thank y'all so much. Do you, do you have to give the, her the login information? No, no, no. Oh no, I said I said I have the login oh, okay. information for my account for Black Touch so oh, we can watch this shit. Okay, okay. He, y'all, he got it pulled up. I already got it pulled up. Mm-hmm. Go watch on his profile. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, he done found it and everything. All right, yeah. y'all, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> got Blaine getting busy, boy. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we gonna go ahead. We gonna watch this. But thank y'all so much, man. We really do appreciate y'all taking the time to to, to speak to us, speak to our audience, and 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 educate us yeah. on the the world of BDSM. I don't think we scratched the surface. We got we got a little deep in it's that. It's so bed. many layers. It's so many yeah. layers, and we touched a lot of them. So much, but at, at the core, it's just it's a it's just a different way to do relationships. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. But thank you. Oh, definitely. Oh, this is yeah. We we this is enough for the show. But we gonna we gonna educate ourselves on this shit and educate y'all and everything else. And so we are gonna keep this thing going, man. But thank you guys so so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We're we're so glad we got to talk to you. We we hope we get to come back again. Really. Definitely. Oh, Please and share share your um your social media information. Your your OnlyFans. And now let's put some money in your pockets. Let's get some followers oh, of up. Of course. Of uh, course. Uh, at sadistic ways. That's ways with a Z. At sadistic ways on Twitter. It's. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's fire, ladies. So go go on and subscribe. It's fire. Oh, oh, definitely. At, <laughs> at the sadistic ways on Instagram, and uh, if you want to hit the OnlyFans, it's OnlyFans.com/slash sadistic ways xxx. Mm-hmm. 
I am the goddess Blaine, and yes, it's stylized spelling, pray for me, G-A-W-D-D-E-S-S-B-L-A-N-E, the goddess Blaine on Instagram, just goddess Blaine on Twitter, I don't have OnlyFans, because they wouldn't let me on, they suck, damn. I have a Fansly, and it is goddess Blaine on Fansly. Awesome. That's how you can find us. Yeah, awesome. Find awesome. There's, there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming. We got classes coming, content yeah, okay. coming. There's a lot of good stuff coming next year, 2022. So, uh, you know, follow us. Look out for us. It's going to be fun. That's oh, dope. Absolutely. We are open to it, man. We appreciate y'all once again. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys no have problem. a wonderful night. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Oh man, that was a hell of a show, man. That it was. A... It's so yeah. I didn't realize it was so many different, you know, layers and yeah. levels, you know, it to is. um just the world of BDSM. Like, yeah. It's so many like man, it it it's it definitely opened my eyes to a lot. I didn't know stuff about, you know, definitely the um the different uh, way to to say shooting up the club. Yeah, there's different terms. I didn't know that. I did. We, you I, I know, did we not. always drop a new vocabulary. So, yeah. breeding people. Breeding. breeding is the act of having sex and ejaculating into the woman. Yes, but not forming a baby. So there's there you, go. you know birth control or whatever, or she can't have children. You know something. Yeah. A preventative measure has already been taken. There you go. So no there children will be born. So you can you can shoot up the club without killing anybody. There you go. God damn it. Pew, pew, pew. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. But this has been another amazing episode of the Not For You podcast, man. We really do appreciate y'all for sitting through and, and, and checking it out and taking this this uh this, this fantastic voyage with us. Yeah. Um, you know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at notforyoupodcast.com. Um, at notforyoupodcast.com. That is the website. Instagram is at notforyou, K-N-O-T, the number four, the letter U, podcast. And um, and yeah, man, keep 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 rocking with us and we'll keep rocking with y'all, man. Uh, check out poll questions and, and, and uh, if you have any questions, comments or anything, leave a voicemail on our anchor. Um, we'd absolutely love to hear from you guys a little bit more and uh, keep this thing going. But... Until next time, this has been the Not For You podcast, where we are untraditional, unconventional, and unapologetically us. I'm your boy Q. And I'm L. And it's been real, man. We'll catch y'all on the peace side. Peace. Peace.